Um, I do want to take some questions from our audience, but uh, before we get there, just pretend they're not here and the cameras aren't here. Sure. Can you tell me what you paid for Managed WP? <laughs> I think it was a fair price, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, California is way too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to ask. I had to ask. But it's a learning experience. That, that's what I signed up for. That's good. This is the WP Elevation Podcast. Helping WordPress consultants elevate. Hey, welcome to WP Elevation and Rockstar Empires. I have with me Christina Romero, Jeff King and Vladimir, whose last name I'm not going to try and screw up a second time in a row. Uh, my name is Troy Dean. Guys, thanks for joining us. Sure. Good to be here. How do you actually pronounce your surname? Relovats. I love us. Yeah. I like to torture people in the States, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't pronounce yeah. it. So. Yeah. I've been trying to get Alex's name right for three years and I still can't get it right. Um, all right, so uh, there was a recently, uh, everyone you know, has been talking about the recent acquisition between GoDaddy and Managed WP, so we're pretty keen to explore that. But before we get into that, I just want to get a little bit of background on you guys, your background, where you come from. Glad I had you on the podcast a few years ago. Uh, but for those that haven't seen that and for those that don't know, tell us a little bit about how you came into being an online entrepreneur and having an internet-based business? How did it all start? Sure. So it started in 2007, uh, the day I quit my job. Uh, the first thing I did when I went back home was to uh, start a blog. Uh, so I you know, tried a couple of platforms at the time. I don't, I don't remember what was, uh, what was good, but I, I remember uh, WordPress felt natural, felt easy to use, and uh, that very day I started my blog and wrote my first blog post. Um, and, you know, I'm a de- developer, uh, so one thing led to another. I started uh, writing plugins, plugins became successful. Um, I got an offer to write a book uh, on WordPress development, which I did. It took me a year, the hardest thing I did in my life. <laughs> um, but it paid off eventually, got a lot of leads, contacts, um, you know, become uh, a very successful consultant in the WordPress space, and finally that materialized in Managed WP service that helps people like me at the time who had a lot of uh, websites to manage, to manage them more efficiently. Awesome. So that's in a nutshell my story. Cool. Jeff, how did you come to be in the online space? Well, I got lucky. I, I was a nerd um, and, um, and happened to grow up in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in Silicon Valley and graduated college right as the dot-com thing was happening. And so I just got sucked up in the whirlwind there. And um, it was, it's, was fantastic, if, especially if you're a geek like me. So um, I ended up uh, doing a, a startup called CyberSource, which eventually uh, sold to Visa. Um, I ran the fraud team there, and then um, after that, um, I actually worked for eBay for 10 years. Um, And eBay was fantastic, unbelievable. I ran um, the search team for a while, the trust and safety team. I did selling and buying. I did all kinds of stuff. 10 years, you can do a lot at a a company, uh, especially a hyper-growth company like eBay was at the time. So, um, And then um, sort of got really interested in open source with the Magento um, work that we did, and and the GoDaddy opportunity came along, and I couldn't resist, right? I knew GoDaddy was something that needed help. Um, I had lots of experience running scale businesses and trying to help maintain and manage large teams, and uh, those were the kind of people that GoDaddy needed. They were in a growth phase where they sort of outgrew their ability to keep things rolling uh, smoothly. And so um, Blake uh, Irving came in and essentially hired a bunch of uh, geeks like us to to make it work. So um, I've been doing that for about four years now. Yeah. 
So what was it about the GoDaddy opportunity that was too good for you to pass up? Oh, it's, it's, there was just so many things. I mean, for one thing, it was scale, right? That's 14 million com uh, businesses. And I, I went in, and the first thing you look at is just you can see the, if you look at any of the metrics and how many, um, how many customers were on there. And then you start looking at the products, right? And the products were, I'm sorry, a disaster, right? And, and most people know that, right? And they just, they had grown so fast, they didn't have time to, do all that cleanup work, right? And so I looked at it and I saw, you know, opportunity, right? Wow. And just went, man, I can help with this, right? And um, got really, really excited about it and um, spent a lot of my time over the last four years <laughs> working on that project. So wow. it's been great. So you've been, you been with them for, so you've been with them for four years? Four now? years, yeah. And did you have heavy influence in, in taking this sort of WordPress managed position now with the actually I, I guess so I, I'm not going to take credit for it I mean the, <laughs> no. well, I will say I will say like it wasn't very hard like I sat on the phones and that's one of the things as product guys uh, you know the secret to being a great product person is to listen to your customers right and and so I would go into the call centers I'd read the blogs we you know I would uh, we we launched user voice GoDaddy had never had that you know and and man just people were unloading about WordPress right and and so a couple of developers came to me one day and said, hey, there's this thing called Managed WordPress. We should do something like that. And I, uh, I gave them some budget and set them off in a corner, and they went and cranked it out. And we had um, a great start, and they built something really, really cool, and it exploded. You know, GoDaddy is now the, the largest Managed WordPress host in the world. So it's, wow. it's done really well. Wow. Um, you were telling me, when we, we met in San Francisco a few months ago, you were telling me an amazing statistic about how many installations of WordPress you run a day. We do a lot of a day, so uh, <laughs> let's just say uh, thousands of new customers every day. We're a huge onboarding mechanism for WordPress right. uh, and for the WordPress community, and that's a really good thing that I think GoDaddy brings to the table. Uh, when a, a nascent small business doesn't know what to do, they come to GoDaddy, right? And they, they get their domain name, and they, um, they've heard maybe about WordPress, um, and, um, and we've done a lot of work to try to make WordPress easy to use. Like all of us experts in the room and for those out there, we kind of know how to use it, but man, if you want to feel some pain, sit on a phone call and listen to a nascent user mm. trying to use WordPress for the first time, yeah. it's horrible, right? Yeah. It needs a lot of work. And we, we spent a ton of energy on the customizer and the onboarding flow, and we just released a, a new, um, new version that we're open sourcing. And, and giving back to the community. Um, and really, for us, it's all about the startup experience because people who can get a website up and running and have success with it, they stay and they're happy, right? If they yeah. can't they, and they walk away, obviously they're not gonna be a long-term GoDaddy customer, they're not gonna be a long-term WordPress customer, so um, it's win-win it's to get people successful on the product. And it's easy once you've used WordPress for a little bit, it's easy when you know how, but that initial uh -huh. onboarding, if you've never yeah. used it, is quite a challenge. Yeah, I know we built this little plugin called Video User Manager, which has done pretty well over the last few years. <laughs> yes. Solved that very problem. So. <laughs> We're all working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people. Don't fix it anytime soon, man, because the plugin's doing pretty well. <laughs> 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 it's easier to put it in the business, right? Yeah, so. Well, then what about the other side of the conversation? It's the developers and designers who need the, the customers that GoDaddy has. And so, how have you developed more in that area? Well, that, that's where this guy comes into play, right? So, uh, you know, and, yeah, and the segue is simple. I mean, um, first of all, if you look at um, small businesses, uh, they're busy, right? Um, and a small business, um, the, as soon as they get any kind of revenue or uh, traction, uh, I'd say the first thing they outsource is their taxes and accounts. Right. The second thing they outsource is their website, right? And so they need professionals to help them, right? And 
in mass. I'm telling you, anybody who has any revenue, they need help. They want help. They no longer are willing to do and man manually handle their own website on their own, right? And that's why um, when we look at the market, we think uh, you know half or more of all small business websites are built by a professional, and so. Um, we need to serve that market really, really well as well. And um, and Vladimir and I started talking about that a couple of years ago. Um, we, we started a program called GoDaddy Pro, which was intended to serve that market better. Um, and uh, the Managed WP product really helped accelerate our roadmap by years, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really excited about uh, about what we've done together. So why did you buy Managed WP and not just build it yourself? Um, just well, he's not here for this. <laughs> so actually, to, um, you know, in a in a business, when you have a roadmap and a strategy, you you really have three options. Anytime you have um, a place to go, you can build it yourself, right? You can buy it, um, or you can partner with somebody to, to do it. And our our conversation started out as a partnership, um, even though I had a whole team ramped up to go build it. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> the, partnership, the partnership offer was so bad. <laughs> See, that, that was the secret. Right? Was like, give him nothing, no economics at all in the right. partnership deal. And you worry. Like, you worry. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I think the, um, so why really is because well, we thought it would accelerate our strategy in a huge way, right? And we, we knew the direction we were going with GoDaddy Pro was co uh, a collision course with what uh, Managed WP had already spent years building mm -hmm. and tons and tons of expertise on. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it was a relatively straightforward thing. It was like, this is directly in line with our strategy. Yeah. This is a great way to accelerate it and get to market quicker. And that's what we wanted to do. Now, pretend he's not here for me. <laughs> so why did you sell to GoDaddy? Um, yeah, well, that, that's a bit more complex story, uh, given that I'm coming from a small country in Europe. Um, so, I had plans to move to U.S. Um, uh, prior to talking to GoDaddy. I, actually, I was just three months um, uh, about to, to move to U.S. with my family when Jeff called and said that he wanted to acquire the company. And then, you know, I did a lot of thinking, you know, what will my life look like if I go to U.S. and don't know anyone, literally? Um, and, you know, I didn't even know where, where to go. I just knew that I needed to go. I needed a change in my life. Um, and, you know, I started, you know, um, thinking about it. Uh, um, GoDaddy, I went to GoDaddy's uh, offices in Sunnyvale when I met with Jeff and senior leadership. I've seen that these guys are really good. You know, my perception of GoDaddy was probably like maybe yours currently, that you know these guys are you know running headless uh, <laughs> on the corridors in the offices, but uh, <laughs> but it's not like that. Um, actually, you know, uh, the, the 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 standards that I've seen at product teams, engineering teams, support uh, really uh, struck me and. You know, I started thinking that I want to see myself in that kind of environment to, to learn and grow more. Um, you know, being a successful entrepreneur in Serbia, which is a relatively small country with not so many successful entrepreneurs, um, you, you hit a certain limit at a certain point of time where you cannot grow anymore, right? You don't have anyone to learn from. So, so it is a combination of a lot of factors, I would say. You know, just I think the natural fit uh, that I've seen um, ability to uh, leverage our products. You know, we would never get to hundreds of thousands of customers that that uh, you know GoDaddy 
offers instant exposure to it. Um, and uh, you know, it's really a combination of a lot of factors and almost none uh, of them against this decision. So that's why. And did California play a big role in living in California? Um, <laughs> Has it yeah, been nice? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> You know, you people here in U.S. know that California has a nice weather, uh, which is good, but also uh, very expensive. Uh, I spend now in a month more than I spend in a year uh, in, in Serbia. Uh, also, I think I pay the, the highest tax rate in the world. Yeah. Not just me, but anybody living yeah. in California. Yeah. So. Hopefully, you're compensated you, well. Yeah. To, to Hopefully, there will be a lot of sunny days. Uh, <laughs> that's what I can. Yeah, so. But it's working well, yeah. I want to talk Sounds to you right. in a minute, Jeff, about how you handle criticism, because we spoke about this in San Francisco, but Vlad, were you concerned that when you came on board with GoDaddy that you were going to get a lot of criticism for that decision, given GoDaddy's past reputation yeah. in the market? I, I certainly was, uh, because I knew that people didn't see what I saw. Yeah. Um, you didn't see the determination of GoDaddy leadership to really improve their products, to better serve their customers uh, long term. Um, um, but I didn't expect uh, as big a backlash as it was, mm. to be honest. Um, but then again, I tried not to be too upset by it. Uh, we did leave all the negative comments uh, on our blog as we wanted that the voice of these customers to be heard. and. You know, in a, in a way, we made a promise to them that, uh, you know, just wait a year from now and see what happens, you know. And, you know, we can't wait to deliver on the promise that, you know, not only Managed WP has improved, but also Managed WP team brought improvement to GoDaddy as an organization, which is also one of the reasons I, I as, you know, when Jeff came to GoDaddy, he's seen a lot of opportunities to improve it. And, I did too, so uh, it's also a challenge for me, you know, like, you know, when you buy a domain on GoDaddy, you don't want to see those two or three upsell pages, right? And I'm like, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to be the guy that will fix it eventually, right? So it's, uh, it's a nice, um, it's nice motivation, and um, yeah. yeah, so um, eventually, you know, I, I said to my team, even if we were acquired by Apple or Tesla, there will, will be people who upset by it. Yeah, like of course. Yeah. The Android fans or yeah. BMW or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and we dealt with it, uh, you know, two months past that. Nobody mentions that anymore. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. the work continues. Yesterday's so, news is, you know, yeah. today's fish and chips. Um, um, <laughs> in Australia, we wrap our fish and chips up in newspaper, right? You know, it's not yeah. So, Jeff, um, so um, and I don't want to labour the point too much because it does get boring very quickly, but you, coming into GoDaddy, like you know that the reputation needed some turning around. From a strategic point of view, how do you handle criticism? I'm not particularly interested in the specifics around how you handle the GoDaddy reputation, but as a product guy, how do you handle criticism from the market in general? You know, it's, that's a good question. I, uh, I like the way you word it. Um, I think it's really about knowing where you're going, right? And, you know, we knew that GoDaddy needed a lot of work, right? We knew where we were coming from. Um, and uh, I knew where we could go. And I thought we could set a standard for um, for shared hosting, right? And, and WordPress hosting. And I think we're on that path, right? And that, and so you set a strategy. I mean, the first thing we did with as the new leadership team at eBay, at, eBay, at, um, at GoDaddy was to um, really to set out a three to five year vision, right? We spent 
the whole management team spent a, a couple of months developing that, right? And we essentially created that as our North Star. Mm -hmm. And then you just start working towards that, right? And you can use that as motivation for de down days, right? Yeah. Bad days when you have problems, you know, three in the morning, you know, um, server down issues or whatever. And we had lots of those in the early days. And, um, and it just gets better every day. And then you build metrics and keep track of how you're doing and, and, and build milestones in that give you sort of that reward along the way. I think that's, how else do you do it, you know? And then, uh, and then to prove the credit's wrong, you just have to produce over and over and over again. Produce it every day and, and be there um, to, to show that it's different every day, yeah. so. And we talked a little bit about a guiding, like a vision guiding you. Do you guys have a, like a visions and values for the, your department that you kind of set forth that we do, and it's actually an important part of really of any company strategy, but certainly um, GoDaddy strategy. But I mean, Blake, he's a fantastic product leader, and he came into the company just before I did about uh, four and a half years ago or so. And um, he's just sort of, you know, knows that you set a vision and build a strategy behind that vision, and then you execute to that strategy with a roadmap and plan, right? And and that that really is it's just that simple, right? Vision, strategy, execution plan, right? And just go after that and execute against that hardcore as fast as you can every day, um, and um, and that works. I mean, that works for me. I love to build stuff, right? So and um, and to see progress, like you wait till you see what we launched today with ManitoDB. It's awesome. So cool. Awesome. Um, I do want to take some questions from our audience, but uh, before we get there, just pretend they're not here and the cameras aren't here. Sure. Can you tell me what you paid for Managed WP? <laughs> I think it was a fair price, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. California is way too expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to ask. But it's a learning experience. That, that's what I signed up for. That's good. Will Managed WP merge with GoDaddy or continue to operate on its own? Actually, yes. so yeah. you know, we're keeping the standalone business as if you follow management, you could have seen we launched key major features in the in the past three months. But at the same time we worked on the integration with GoDaddy's platform and actually we, today we are launching this integration. So um, you are you know now one step closer to having a one place on the internet where as a web professional designer Developer, you can get almost everything you need, right? You can buy a domain, get hosting, manage sites, manage clients, and even get leads for your business. That's all that we are launching today. And Manage WP is a part of that uh, launch. So, you know, look at it two tracks, right? So, continue standalone brand, company, business, and then uh, give that technology to GoDaddy platform and leverage it really to, to all the customers that GoDaddy has. Uh, with some benefits, right? So if you if you get a managed WP through GoDaddy, if you host at GoDaddy, you get some of the features for free, so you don't have to pay for them. So it's it, the only thing that the acquisition did is added value. Right? It did not take any value out of it. How do you decide which features to roll out next? Yeah, the first thing we did, uh, in our product was built, I think we have seven independent channels for users to send us feedback. So seven different ways. Uh, and the reason is I really believe and thrive on user feedback. And almost all of my decisions have been made. Um, of course, there is experience in, in this kind of gut feeling, uh, but you know, you just wait. Uh, you know, all the user feedback you get and, and you prioritize. You try to estimate the impact 
and, uh, and the, the, the market size that, that the change will address. Uh, so, uh, and you multiply those two uh, to kind of get automatic prioritization of features. There's so, a certain channel you listen to more than others. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, it's just these two factors. So the, the impact. So how did, how how important is this, and how big the audience is this? So and then you just multiply these two factors, and that's it. How has that feedback loop or that ability to iterate quickly changed because of the acquisition? Because I imagine that inside GoDaddy things move a lot slower than if you were just out on your own as managed WP. Well, it, it didn't change a lot. As as I say, the manager would be. Um, is still a standalone product company served by the same employees as it were uh, three months ago. So a portion of that employees uh, obviously worked on the integration part, but a majority of them still worked on the uh, on managed WP features and you know fixing bugs. We hired I think four or five new developers in the meantime. We are now a team of 35 in Belgrade, Serbia. Wow. Uh, so and you know the the plan is for the team to grow, so it's able to uh, um, uh, support both the existing business and the GoDaddy's requirements in the future. So um, not not much have changed. Right. I'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> people who, who thought otherwise. Uh, on the contrary, I think that our team is really you know helping improve GoDaddy uh, products and not the other wrong way around. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what's really been happening. And if you see what we launched today, the, the, the integration and the, the whole GoDaddy Pro relaunch, I think it will witness to that. Has GoDaddy Pro Connect been reduced to a business directory? So we're relaunching that today, actually. Um, and so just to back up a second, GoDaddy Pro was originally created as a set of tools for um, managing user passwords and authentication, which was a huge pain point. Yeah. And, and then we added shopping so that you can buy on in your own account for your clients or in for cl other clients. That was a huge pain point, right? We started adding other tools and we started hitting into the managed WP roadmap. Yeah. The other thing we um, we added was rewards. So we, we essentially provide um, uh, in-store credit for the more you buy, the more free stuff we give you, right? Um, um, the third thing is um, managed WP's tools uh, as a discrete function, and and the last it um, is uh, GoDaddy Pro Connect. And Connect, um, we've been experimenting this with this for a long time. I, I spent ten years at eBay. I know marketplaces. Right? <laughs> marketplaces are complicated. Right? They're really freaking hard. Especially when right? human resources are involved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've got you have quality issues with the suppliers. You have demand issues that you have. Uh, too much of one and not enough of the other, it, it is very complex to get uh, a marketplace started. I was very excited about bringing Ned and PJ on. Um, we acquired their company, a small company called uh, Elto, um, uh, gosh, almost two years ago now. And we've been experimenting with this and have had some fits and starts with it, but I'm actually really excited about uh, the directory, which is launching today. Eventually, I do think we can do some transactional stuff as well and feedback loops and all of this. Um, and I think we have enough demand on the uh, on the GoDaddy side to actually drive real business to um, to respected um, professionals in the network. Um, it's just going to take time to develop yeah. any marketplace. So we're just being very careful. And I, I don't want it to be bad for the buy side. I don't want it to be bad for the sell side. 
so we're being careful about the, the rollout of that. That's a huge pain in the ass of a problem it's, to solve. It's I a big pain. I don't envy you at all. Yeah. Um, the, the, is, the, is the problem that you're trying to solve here the fact that you are just so overwhelmed with, with questions and support tickets from small business owners who need help that you just need to funnel them somewhere to get that help? Yeah, I think that it's really, uh, small businesses don't know what they're doing, right? They're bakers, right? They're, um, they're landscapers, right? They don't know anything about building a website or doing SEO or on online marketing. They know they need it, right? And so they can get some of it from GoDaddy, but they're more likely to want to work with a trusted sort of local professional. And, and um, today, they, it's mostly word of mouth. They ask people... And we feel like our, we can be of service to our customers, the small businesses, by connecting them with trusted professionals. Um, yeah. And you know, and it's win-win for us if they're using our platform. You know, we'll, we'll send them more leads, et cetera. So we, we think it's win-win-win for all of the, the players involved, including the platform provider as GoDaddy. So um, and so uh, again, we're sort of launching that again today, you know, uh, and we've had some experiments with it. It is still a directory at this point because um, we don't have the mechanisms in place to go measure quality. Uh, I, I don't know where I would get a, a system that I would be able to test or uh, certify uh, developers. You know what I mean? But anyway, there's some, there's some really good ideas there about how we could create a certification program or at least some badging or something like that that um, I've seen in other marketplaces. And we're just going to continue to work on that until it becomes something cool. What plans are there to improve first-level support? Our support team, we, we consider it uh, really a secret weapon for the company, right? I mean, I worked in technology my entire career, and most technology companies do everything they can to try to not get you to call them yeah. because it's a, considered a cost center, right? Yeah. Now, uh, the secret, and it's not so secret because we're a public company, but that a third of our sales come through the call center, right? And a third, that's a huge amount yeah. of revenue that comes through it. Now, and the reason that works is because, again, back to nascent small business, they have no idea what to do. They don't know what an SSL cert is. They don't even really know what WordPress is, right? They, they're calling up and saying, I need help. And then our guys are essentially small business consultants. And they set them up with email and their website and their domain name and their security and all the stuff they need, right? Now, um, we have 4,000, almost 5,000 people at GoDaddy. About 4,000 of them are customer service, uh, um, customer Whoa. care, right? So it's a huge part of our company. now. Now, it used to be that the phone rang and you would get any one of those 35, um, uh, you know, 100 people on the phone, um, and you would get very varied um, experiences, and that was a problem. It might be the guy's first day on the phone. It might be the most tenured guy in the, in the department, right? That's changed completely now, especially um, for the pro segment, but any, anybody who buys hosting. The guy who used to run Media Temple support now runs GoDaddy's uh, hosting support. He's badass. Um, and the, we put in a whole training and certification program. You have to graduate to get into this, uh, into this team. I think 95% of all hosting calls get routed to this team. They're rock stars, right? And we're, um, we're uh, I hope to make some announcements today, but you'll see in the next couple weeks, um, uh, we're actually bringing on some more help uh, to actually bring some tooling and some new talent uh, into the organization to really up uh, up the game there as well. So um, I'm really excited about the work that's happening there. But with support, man, there's always more work to do. Right? Oh, that, so, that helps yeah. clarify something. So when yeah. I'm in the pro dashboard, the chat box pops up and I ask a question, they will say they need to reroute me to the hosting support. 
And so that's what's happening. It's, yeah. That there's that a should, dedicated group. That should happen automatically, so I'm surprised. I'll check that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it's actually why we want to give you a The whole reason you're here today is just to answer that one yeah, question. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're in the GoDaddy Pro program, you yeah, go you go right to these guys, right? As a matter of fact, the program we're announcing today, um, if you're uh, an experienced pro and you have uh, more than, I think, five or six sites with us, you go right to the level two guys and to the front of the line, right? And yeah, so let's make sure I'm on that. it's pretty, <laughs> yeah, make sure you are on that. that. Yeah, yeah. So check I mean, it out. Yeah. Do the math yeah. though, 14 million customers, 3,500 support staff. And, and you're by hoping the way, that those 14 million don't all have a problem at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And, and a dozen languages, by the way. So we're, we're, yeah, we're global too, so it's, this is pretty amazing, so. What about support for other products like SSL and DNS? Yeah, as a matter of fact, the model that has worked well in hosting is now being replicated in other parts of the organization. So we have six or 700 hosting support people now out of that 3,500. Mm -hmm. And then there, there's going to be an email team, there's going to be um, oh, nice. an SEO team, okay. et cetera. And we're essentially replicating that model. The guy, uh, I'm not going to tell you his name because someone will try to hire him, but the guy who <laughs> runs this thing uh, is a rock star. And, he, and it's really improved. And the good news, uh, you guys don't see it because everyone's got a nightmare story about some horrible call they made to somebody, right? And, but uh, we measure every single call. And the the... The, the actual NPS score of the GoDaddy call center is remarkably high. It's very, very high. And uh, the problem is nine out of 10 calls, even if it's 90%, that one out of 10 the multiplied by thousands, yeah. it, you have enough uh, upset customers that people tweet storm like That's crazy. correct, yeah, and that's the one that. you hear about. And that's what happens with scale. I mean, Flywheel, all respect, I like those guys. They're a teeny company, right? And so. With a, with a dozen guys, um, they can do really well with you know yep. a small sets. I mean, WP Engine went through a gro an incredible growth period, and their support fell through the floor, and they know it. And they yeah. had huge problems. I mean, that I think that just happens. It happens, growth. yeah. And and you've got to just keep working on it. And that's what we're committed to doing. Yeah. yeah. One of the questions I had, I think you might have just answered it, but how do you measure? Support is it just the NPS score, or like do you measure time to response? Do you measure? We measure all of that. The support um, organization is metrics heavy, right? right. Um, there's you know, average handle time, there's average hold time, there's the abandonment rate, there's, you know, there's the, we call it the CSS, the customer satisfaction score, the NPS score, mm -hmm. the repeat calls, you know, there's all, and the, these are the only metrics that I know about from my, uh, my, the cheap seats. Now, the hosting team sits right next to the hosting support team, so I walk over there all the time, and, uh -huh. and uh, Rob uh, and I work really closely together. He's an extended member of my staff, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know I always get the customer survey after any type of chat, right. and I'm always like, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all, so I always just give the nice score. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's not helpful. I know, it's just not helpful. I'm a loyal Virgin customer, so I fly Virgin wherever I can. But I'm just tracking back through my memory now. The only time I ever tweet Virgin is when oh, I'm yeah. having a problem with it. I never just get off at LAX right. and go, wow, Virgin, that was an amazing experience. Thank you. Yeah. But I'm always like, can you turn the PA down? She's too loud. And I've seen the safety video a million times already. You know, yeah. or, you know, it's too hot in here. Like, oh, you know, my yeah. flight's been delayed. What are you doing? Like, there are any times I tweet. And that I mean, should say that, uh, you know, having run a company, I actually started tweeting good things about other companies <laughs> because I learned to appreciate them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you hoping that it comes back to you in some yeah, way? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I would tweet, what a wonderful flight it is. I actually yeah. tweeted that. Wow, yeah. awesome. Are you keeping the reseller program going? So right now, there's two separate programs. You can be part of both. Um, we want to integrate those two. So, uh, um, and that's it. currently owned by the same guy on my team. And so we, we're planning to integrate the two um, so it's easier. Like when you buy for your client, you want to buy with your buy rate. 
I understand exactly how that works, but you can do that, but you kind of have to take a sidestep to make that work. But, and so we'll make it easier. Right now, those two programs are essentially set up in parallel. The, the intent with the reseller program is really for people who are bringing their own traffic. It was created in a day when SEO used to be able to put up, you know, Santa Barbara Hosting Company and was just a front for GoDaddy and get traffic. You know, um, it doesn't work anymore, right? And so um, I rec most people who use the reseller program are professionals that are managing their own clients, and they're just looking for uh, either a, a discounted buy rate or they want to sell, uh, you know, a $50 hosting plan with their own service bundled in and stuff like that. And we're going to make that easier to do. Right now, you can do it sort of manually, but we'll, uh, we'll integrate those two over time. So if I go and join... Both programs are yeah. Both both programs are completely um, independent. Uh, the the reseller program costs like eleven bucks a month or something like that. It's um, so I would expect that to remain. You know, it's really a filtering mechanism. They're they're uh, uh, I think they're very complementary programs. What's the one thing in, in this is a question for both of you? What's the one thing that if you could fix in the next seven days in your role in, in, the, in the organizations that you'd fix? If you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing in the next seven days, what would it be? We can mastermind them, or we can ask Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Product wise, or uh... well, from a from a business point of view, staffing, human resources, cash flow, product. What's the one thing you'd fix? Oh, that's a tough one. You'd make California cheaper to live. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going pretty smooth. I don't have a clever answer to that, and one of the reasons is first, I'm pretty new to New York, um, and second of all, everything went, you know, everything was pretty amazing for me. Mm. I have to say, uh, the colleagues, the, uh, the environment, the, uh, the teams that work together, um, you know, maybe there are a few small things, but no, I, I, I go happy. Right. You sleep pretty well at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go happy. Yeah. So, uh, That's a t-shirt. I go happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would love, uh, you yes. know, I agree. I think we've done, uh, we acquired ManageWP 10 weeks ago. Yeah, maybe it's, been a, it's been a quick integration. We're, we're launching a yeah. major integration between the two companies today. Yeah. Uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So that means there's some magic happening, and I think it um, that has to do with sort of how this team was really good. They had spent a couple of years building Orion and open APIs. We had been doing the same thing. So these two teams came together in, in the right time, right place, and some magic happened. And I love seeing that. But yeah. um, uh, for me, you know, I, I've been at the company four years. I would love to have seen more progress on the reputation. You know, um, we spent a lot of energy on our platform. And and um, people, you know, I, I was at WordCamp LA not that long ago. I sat next to a woman, and she was complaining about GoDaddy. And I said, so, um, so what happened? And she said, well, five years ago, yeah. and, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just paying that debt. You know, there's yeah. tons of debt that was built up in that, in that massive growth stage that is incredibly hard to turn around. I mean, yeah. they say, there's how many quotes about earning your way out of a bad reputation, that they're real, right? And yeah. so we still have a lot of work to do. Um, I would love to see that moving faster. I thought it would go faster, yeah. um, but that was just me being yeah. optimistic, right? So. How do you prioritize what to fix next? Um, for me, uh, I brought a term with me to GoDaddy. Um, it was called the Brilliant Basics. Um, go to, uh, uh, the Brilliant Basics are like, the site has to be up and it has to be fast, right? If it's not that, it doesn't matter how good your stuff is, right? It, it can you know, be the greatest tool set in the world, but if it's down, you know, 
10 minutes a day or, uh, or however much a day, it's not okay, right? So that was like a high bar for prioritization. Like we had to go spend real time on capacity planning and monitoring and, and all of that. And that was the first year and a half, two years, just working on the brilliant basics of hosting, right? Then we got to go play, right? And um, prioritize things like manage WordPress and, and then bringing in tools. And it was really, um, that's how, that was a mechanism for me to prioritize. Now we had a pretty big team at GoDaddy um, and the revenue to back it up, thankfully. So I had, uh, I think right now we have nine scrum teams, I think, <coughs> of six or seven devs each, right? So that's awesome, right? So you can get a lot of stuff done with that many people, um, plus the, the dudes in Serbia who are kicking ass too. Um, so um, so for us, we, we've been able to do a lot of things at once, but it is super important to, to prioritize and say, look, this is really, you know, our number one priority. It's, we, we had this thing called 100% green. You know, um, green was a, a site has to load in one and a half seconds or less, you know, 99.5% of the time, I think, um, uh, or we weren't green, right? And, um, and that was across all the GoDaddy sites, and just putting that monitoring in place took a while, right? So, um, and so that kind of stuff um, was, made it easy for us. Um, and maybe it's just look at the, you know, what is your value prop? What are you, what are you selling your customer, right? It's hosting. That means you have a website that's available and live and fast in the cloud. Yeah. You better have that first before you yeah. get to the, the gravy. Because nothing else really matters. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you obviously, um, as a product guy, you can see a, a, a myriad of things that need attention, but you can see if we fix this, it's actually going to have a ripple effect and it's going to make all that other stuff a lot easier to fix exactly. once we've got that right. That's right. Any plans for badging and certification? So what we're, where we are right now is at the very beginning, right? And we're, um, I think the badging is a step towards um, certification, which is a step towards transactional and reputation scores and all of that. And this is just going to happen in steps, right? Um, we're taking a big step today by publicly releasing the buy side of the of, uh, ProConnect. Uh, we had the sell side, and a very small number of you guys were in that but we haven't really pushed any meaningful buyer traffic to it yet. That's, that's changing today. There's gonna to be a link on the, website, on the homepage, which is gonna give a boatload of traffic on its own, but also the 3,500 customer, 3, customer support reps will be starting to funnel customers to them as well. Um, so I would expect to see you know, some balance come to that and some more traffic um, in, the, uh, in the thing, in, in the, in the ProConnect. Pro so um, you guys also do a little bit of agency work internally, though, don't you? How do you differentiate what goes into a ProConnect and what you got? We do, do super basic websites, right? right. So we'll build a, a very simple website. You know, it's like a flat fee, a thousand dollars. This is all we'll do. Right. And then, and, but then a lot of you know, if they want anything sophistication, you know, the, the the today we say go find a pro. Right. You know, good luck. Um, tomorrow we're going to say go to GoDaddy ProConnect. And there's people that are certified and they have expertise in commerce or SEO or whatever else and that, that we hope to augment um, uh, augment that and and so both of them essentially are gonna live side by side yeah. will you use managewp.org to boost the authority within GoDaddy Pro Connect no that's a great, by the way that's a great idea I don't know I, I know eBay really well but eBay forums build your rep, your feedback score, the original eBay feedback score was meant for the forums. It wasn't even transactional, right? Um, and um, so your feedback score was a reputation score built up in the forums that you got to use for your seller assistant and all of this. It's, it's absolutely a huge part of your reputation is your 
active activation in the community. So I think it's absolutely a great idea to use that in ProConnect. Why do you install plugins automatically when you host our sites? So today um, we built a managed WordPress platform. It has 600,000 customers on it now, right? And the way we can do that for $8.99 a month is by having an incredibly homogenous environment, very inexpensive to manage, right? And um, and what we're working on right now, Vladimir knows this, and we're both very excited about it, is a, a more bespoke platform that will use the same underlying infrastructure, but it enable you to run like PHP 7 on it if you want, or your own set of plugins right now. Um, today, we, we make it as turnkey and manageable as possible, but um, what you're asking for is essentially a, um, you know, more un, a little bit less managed, you know, um, managed WordPress, and I get it completely. We're not there yet. Um, expect to see that um, in the first part of 2017. So those plugins are required. But to, they just get to, installed automatically. We put yeah. in we put in WP 101. Okay, yeah. is that bloat? Maybe we have a a, a, man, a plugin that we created called our system plugin that allows you to manage the cache in the in yeah. the environment. You know, there's a few other things like that. You know, that we basically. Re- have to install, yeah. right? Um, yeah. You know, we don't have to put in managed WP 101 or yeah. some of those things, but uh, you could turn some of those things off if yeah. you wanted. Yeah. How can we add other services to the client reporting? Yeah, so that's actually one of the top features in our queue. Um, it's not as easy to implement as different uh, users want to add different things. You know, somebody wants to add uh, an image, somebody wants to add uh, entire page from somewhere or a video, um, the way that we want to solve it is through an API. Mm. So, um, you know, that way you can hook to the report being created and insert your stuff at the uh, appropriate um, place in the report. Um, and I was about to announce that we will have the API in January, however, um, <laughs> I yeah so the <laughs> Jeff but yeah we learned that you know in 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 order to uh, you know uh, have a public API um, as a part of GoDaddy you have to adhere to certain enterprise standards that GoDaddy has which is a good thing uh, the setback is obviously uh, you know it's going to take us a couple of more months to uh, basically write everything that we did. Um, uh, so, um, but it will be there. So the, our solution is API, you know, not only for client reports, but um, for every, almost everything uh, you have in, uh, in, in managed WP workflow. Um, I don't know if you followed, we released a Slack app, which has like three basic commands that you can add a site and list sites that just as a preview of this API, which we started building by then. Um, and yeah, so we, we're gonna do that. Uh, in 2017, and as well as the localization. I don't know any of you um, care about that, but we have a, a lot of international users. And that's one of the good things also GoDaddy brought because you know they are localized in 30 languages and we kind of must do the same. So we, we're gonna finally do that uh, in 2017. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. Awesome, cool. <laughs> Jeff, Vlad, thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with us today and answering these questions. I really appreciate it. I look forward to spending some more time with your work camp US over the next couple of days.